Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Happy Christmas season, listeners, and welcome back to episode number 198 of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt Hinshaw, one of your dose hosts, and with me back on the East Coast after a quick jaunt to the Sonoran Desert. I think that's what our desert is over here. I think we actually have a bunch of different deserts here, but mostly Sonoran. Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, Matt. Uh, It was good seeing you when I was out in the Sonoran Desert. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm I'm the Uno. Am I am I the Uno uh, of the hosts? You're you're the dose. Mike, Mike, I'm always the number two. I'm always the deuce. I thought you were I thought you were the 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 dose and like then we had like two X's and then we came up with this beer and we called it Dos Equis and this is just our side gig. I wish that was true. I have a Dos Equis in the fridge, but that's not Ooh. what I'm drinking today. Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's a little too early for that, Matt, but I'll ask you later. Well, Mike, thanks for asking. No. <laughs> for the three listeners that have listened to an entire podcast, not mysterious mike talent because he doesn't listen to his own podcast uh that's coming up down the road we'll we'll discuss our what our beverages are for the day so all right mike welcome everyone to christmas month you know it is nothing but christmas from here on out we usually don't do a whole lot of christmas movies but this year we're going to try a little something different and uh screw it we'll do uh, i don't know we'll figure out something to call our december christmas movie you know debacle but uh, uh, we're starting out with a fun one, and it was my pick. It took some thinking. I got con- consultation from Mysterious Mike t- Talent, though. But uh, Mike, um, why don't you tell us about the 1984 Christmas classic, incredible film produced by Steven Spielberg, Gremlins? Oh, man, Matt, you know, I really shouldn't have to tell our listeners too much. Because everyone should have already seen this movie, but I will uh, go ahead and do the rundown. I'll do my part. And, uh, you know, this movie was directed by Joe Dante, written by Chris Columbus. Uh, It's starring Zach Gilligan, uh, uh, Phoebe Katz, Hoyt Axton, and John Louis. Dude, you just get like nervous when you're doing this shit, huh? Because you had all of them down just fine, and then we go to actually do it, and you drop the ball. (sighs) Yeah. Zach Galligan, Phoebe Cates. (laughs) Oh, Mike. It's okay. It happens. I know you're tired, too, from your travels. Yeah. Okay, I'll Um, stop interrupting. Go ahead. All right. And uh, the description, uh, I I like this uh, description. This is straight out of our uh, unofficial sponsor, IMDb. A boy inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolent, mischievous monsters on a small town. I think that is maybe the best non-description of gremlins ever. I love it. Now, do you think Steven Spielberg wrote it? No, I don't think he did. I was going to say, because normally that uh, that first description is usually done by the studio, but that doesn't necessarily mean someone 
was involved with the film that wrote it, but eh, sometimes. Yeah, but it's just, it's, I mean, it does describe what exactly happens, but it's so, I don't know, vague. I, and I and I mean I guess that's kind of good, right? It, it it intrigues you, right? It's supposed to tease you into what does that really mean? Well, if you want to find out more, why don't you watch our movie, Gremlins? Exactly. I mean, it's a new pet. It is a new pet. Monsters, mischievous, horde, boy, rules—wonderful terms. Yes, I, I mean. I don't think you see mischievous that much in uh, a lot of these descriptions. So that's really cool. Well, all right, Mike, should we get our giveaway out of the way? Yes. Let's get our giveaway out of the way. So Mike, as I was talking on Lisa live and local on Monday, I already made the announcement for the giveaway and I've already, you know, gotten several entries on it we are santa claus of movies but this week we have a fun interesting film that we got to pick out of the giveaways that they that paramount pictures presented to us i thought it was a good pick it looks like a fun one i've watched the trailer multiple times uh this is called buddy games here's a little description A group of friends reunite to play the buddy games, a wild assortment of absurd physical and mental challenges. In the process, they'll heal old wounds, right past wrongs, and figure out the true meaning of friendship or die trying. Nice. Matt, is this just kind of like a fun kind of uh, comedy movie? What what are your first impressions about this? Uh, It reminds me a lot of... uh, like a like a buddy comedy and uh it's definitely a little bit over the top i guess is a good way to put it at least the trailer comes off that way um i don't want to say gross but like raunchy is a good word like uh raunchy comedy okay yeah 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 okay i don't think i've uh seen a raunchy comedy in a little while so i i think that'd be fun i i do think we need a lot more comedy uh, uh, going on these days, uh, so many serious things, and it, it, you know, it seems like things are somewhat turning worse again. So, uh, a comedy is a good thing to just go watch and forget your troubles. All right, Mike. So here's here's the uh, little tidbit I need to read. So to keep our sponsors, I guess we could say sponsors because they are providing us with a giveaway. That's kind of sweet. You know, Paramount Pictures. Yeah, no, no. Thanks, Paramount Pictures. This is awesome. So, this holiday season, Game On. Josh Domel stars and directs the wild and hilarious no-holds-barred comedy Buddy Games, now premiering at home. Featuring an all-star cast, including Dax Shepard, Olivia Munn, Kevin Dillon, James Rodriguez, and Nick Swartzen. Six lifelong friends reunite for the Buddy Games, an insane competition of absurd physical and mental challenges for the chance to win a $150,000 pot. That, as in, like, money pot, not like pot pot. Well, I mean, I guess pot pot is worth money money. Yeah, that's true. 
So buy or rent Buddy Games today on digital and DVD. It is rated R and is from Paramount Pictures. Hashtag Buddy Games also on the social medias if you are looking for it. All right, Matt. Thanks for that. Uh, Buddy Games, thank you, Paramount, for giving us the opportunity to give that out. Uh, it sounds like kind of a fun one. I know Dax Shepard is in one of my favorite movies of all time, Idiocracy. Dude, that movie is you, amazing. If you haven't seen it, you have to see that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, all right, here's the thing, and I, I did not consult with you because you were out of town, but you were in town, in state. But anyways, what I'm having people do, because I announced it on the radio station, is they have to email and tell us their favorite Christmas movie to be entered for a chance to win a copy of buddy games it is a digital download now matt how how christmasy does it have to be will like uh silent night deadly night be okay or is uh you know um krampus those are both Uh, christmas uh, movies they are christmas themed yes all right uh gremlins yeah the christmas movie we're doing today Mike, yes. wonderful segue. Yes, yeah, you, you know, I, I was trying to work it in there. So, Mike, go ahead. Then talk about, uh, talk about, uh, talk about, uh, I just want to say that like three times. Like Sheldon knocking on the door. Big bang theory. You, yeah, you did. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yep. Mike, talk go ahead. Talk about the, bang, bang, bang. Talk about the. Um, Gremlins. So, go ahead. Gremlins. This one is is such a classic for me uh i've watched you know growing up watching it over and over and it's it was fun to revisit it and watch it again i still really like it um you know it's maybe not aged as well as some of the other movies uh some of the special effects and things are wearing a little bit but i still have a great time watching this movie it's it's so much fun to just watch this uh, a somewhat ridiculous kind of goofy movie about these little creatures and i i love it I, I i love watching this movie it's a lot of fun all right so mike it's definitely a christmas movie but where i get lost is it's it's a, is it a kids movie is it a horror movie is it a comedy like what is this movie it's it's not clear man it's definitely not clear I think it tries to be each one of those in some ways sometimes. So I don't think it has a clear genre of what it is. But is it entertaining? I say yes. Of course it's entertaining. It's it's so much fun. And I discussed it on the radio with Lisa again. But I swear, I think Gizmo is the inspiration for Furbies. Man, you know, that's probably right. I I think that might there might be some truth to that you know they were it could be could be because Furbies came out in like the early nineties I think like late eighties early nineties and Gremlins two came out in like ninety ninety one ninety two somewhere in there and so I'm sure that they saw you know Gizmo and they're like oh we got to capitalize on that because the eyes are like so similar. And the noises that he makes are not quite the same, but they are. And for those of you who do not know, uh, Howie Mandel admitted it a handful of years ago, not even that long ago, that he was the one that voiced uh, Gizmo 
for Gremlins. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool that Howie Mandel was a part of this. I mean, it's got to be fun doing the voices for this. Uh, I saw one of the guys who did a lot of the Transformer voices was also in this. It's like there was a lot of voice actors, of course, with the different creatures. So that, that is cool. Well, and you got to hand it to him. I mean, I kept thinking it was like a Jim Henson thing, you know, the gremlins and the puppets. But it wasn't because Jim Henson was too busy making, uh, I think it's Muppets in Manhattan or New York or something like that at the same time. And so whoever did the puppeteering for this film did a really good job because there are so many freaking gremlins, especially at the end. You know, they're just everywhere. Yeah, there were a ton of gremlins in this movie. And, yeah. and then, of of course, Mike, they go to our favorite spot of all, the bar. And they hang out at the bar. Yeah, yeah, why not? Everybody can relate to the bar, Matt. Yeah, you know, and then you got the gremlins that are playing poker. You got the, you know, the cruel drunk gremlins that are picking on the bartender. You got the pool playing gremlins. You got the ones that are swinging through the chandeliers. I mean, it reminded me of college just with a lot shorter people. That's very true. It's very true. Um, I don't. I don't think I ever was swinging through the chandeliers, but I do know that people jumped off and did some crazy things. I was trying. I was trying to think of something. I I remember sneaking around in in the dorm room with kegs and like, you think it's fun. It looks fun on the movies. It's not fun. It's really heavy. The stairs suck. Uh, bathtub full of ice is like not the easiest thing to pull off. Yeah, it was it was okay. It takes some work. You're right. It takes yeah. some work. Was was the juice worth the squeeze? Yes. <laughs> well, Mike. Speaking of alcoholic beverages being snuck into dorm rooms, go ahead, Mike. I know you have a question you want to ask. Ah, uh, yes. Of course, Matt. How could I forget? Matt, what are you drinking today? Well, Mike, thank you for asking. I am drinking from Mother Earth Brewing Company out of... I don't see it on here. I don't see where they're from. Hold on. Idaho? Wait, 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 wait. I don't see it on here, or I don't see where they're from. What what city is it? That's the thing. I don't see what city they're from. It just says Mother Earth Brewing Company. I think they're, it says, uh, brewed and canned by Mother Earth Brewing Company, Vista, California, and Nampa, Idaho. So it sounds like they have two breweries, at least. Anyways, Idaho and California. It's called uh, Cali Creamin. Vanilla cream ale. Nice, like California dreaming, but California creaming. Right. And it has a picture of a uh, VW bus on it with a surfboard. And uh, I'd say it's not very vanilla y, but it is a good beer. Well, that's nice. That's, that's good stuff, man. Um, uh, I mean, it's hints of vanilla. It's not like, you know, overpowering. So. Anyways, well, okay. actually, that's that's great, man. You don't. I, I think a lot of times you don't want the flavor to be too aggressive, you know. Like so, like just a tinge of it, so it's like you know that there is vanilla, but it doesn't have to be like super vanilla. Yeah, I've had some stouts that are very like what I like to call like a dessert beer because they're so like sweet and overpowering with like chocolate or peanut butter or 
vanilla or coffee or whatever they're like you know it's the perfect beer to like finish a meal but it's not like a beer to like drink because it's just so heavy and sweet yeah sometimes the the flavoring can definitely be overwhelming because it's just too much like it's too much cherry or it's too much peach or you know various different flavors so i think it's it's really a sign of a good brew if it's just uh it's there, but it's not like overwhelming. It's just nice. It's delightful. I, I highly recommend it. I've never had one before. I've never even heard of the brewing company, obviously. This is another one of my gift beers that I'm slowly drinking through, and it is good. All right, Mike. So before you fall asleep on me, what IPA are you having this evening? Of course, man. I, I'm having... You know, just one more IPA, and uh, I'm I'm having uh, just a Lagunitas IPA. So, you know, just a plain old Lagunitas. It's a, it's a good beer, good beer. Is that what you tell the bartender? Just one more IPA. Yes, just one more IPA, okay. and I'll go home. Then I'll one go more. Home. <laughs> All right, Mike. So I guess that means it is now my turn to ask my question. The most important question of the podcast. Way more important than what are you drinking? Yeah, absolutely, yes. Mike, how does 1984's Gremlins relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Matt? Thank you for asking. Uh, So I thought this one was going to be a little bit tougher, uh, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, I know I got I got rocked a few weeks ago on my own pick, and that was that was kind of embarrassing. So anyway, um, this movie, uh, Tom Van Badensky uh, was a welder in this movie and was also a welder in Captain America Winter Soldier. So, if my nephew Marcus is listening, you you too can break into the movie industry being a welder. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I don't. I you probably don't get paid as much though. No, I don't know. He's doing pretty good now, man. He's kicking my butt financially, that's for sure. And you know, he has more cars than he knows what to do with, including a tow truck to haul those cars because most of them don't move. But th- that's time for another story. <laughs> Wow, a tow truck to to get other tr- cars. Okay, well, that, I mean that makes sense. Makes sense, but just whoa. When he moved, it was very beneficial because a lot of his vehicles are not drivable, and so he just towed him to his new house. Well, I mean that that makes logical sense. It just you know, tow tow truck. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't know if I would have a tow truck as a daily driver because it has a four fifty four in it. And uh, I'm sure it doesn't get the best gas mileage with that motor. No, no, not not at all. But, you know, I did know some people that bought a limo, a limousine, and drove it around. And uh, they said it's terrible to drive. It's it's super hard to turn. And it's just, I'm like, well, why do you have it? And I, well, we, we couldn't pass it up. Someone was selling <laughs> a limo. I'm like, right. Okay, cool. Like, did they have a side hustle or is it just for fun? Just for fun. See, they should have done a side hustle. 
Yeah, no. If it was a side hustle, I think it would make more sense. But no, it's just for fun. Like, it's weird. I'm like, well, uh, anyway, we'll we'll leave that one alone. But it was an interesting experience. Got a ride in it. Nice. I haven't ridden in a limo before. So you got me up on that. You haven't ridden a limo ever? No. Dude, not even uh, at prom? No. Oh, weird. You did okay. you didn't rent a limo for prom? No, no, but it's something they do in the movies, so I figured I'd ask you. No, I I I I'm trying to remember. She doesn't listen to the podcast either, but our friend Megan for senior year, I took our our mutual friend Megan to prom. I think I drove probably my I think I had my truck by then. I probably picked her up in the truck. Did you drive the truck? I think so. You know, because then that was right around when I bought it. Because I bought it like that second half of uh, senior year. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, it doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I think I just drove the normal car. I didn't get anything special. But you know, I. It's just something that the movies make everyone seem like they all have limos for the prom and everyone dances and the prom is the best thing ever. So I was just trying to play into that. Mine was quite miserable. My senior year prom was quite miserable. I remember I got just hammered afterwards, which I thought was smart, but. SMRT. Yeah, I was very, very, very upset. Very upset. But, you know, understandable. So, all right, Mike. Well, let's not go down that dark hole. So, Gremlins, 1984. Yes. 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 Uh, Matt, what do you, what it. When you think of Gremlins 1984, what do you think? Um, don't feed them after midnight. Don't get them wet. And whatever the third rule is. Yeah, it's don't get them wet. Don't feed them after midnight. And there's one other thing. What was the other one? Oh, great. Mike, no, we, 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 we failed. You're the one that's supposed to remember these things. Uh, oh bright light now oh, yep that's it yep don't expose them to bright light don't feed them after midnight and don't get them wet that's what i think of when i think of gremlins that and also literally the worst christmas present you could ever get <laughs> yeah like gizmo's awesome as hell but i mean that's a lot of responsibility dude the rules aren't even that difficult and he screwed them all up like right off the bat. Like the dude barely made it a week. That's true. That's true. Yes, he screwed up all the rules. Um I don't know, man. Uh so so Matt, when you think of this movie, do you think of three rules and and how they don't you know, how not following the rules can ruin your life? Yes. And mm. I just know watching this movie that I know I would have a hard time not feeding the Mogwai after midnight, so I should never have a child. Because if I can't not feed the Mogwai after midnight, then why should I have a child? I mean, Mike, you had a child fairly recently. You know, how's that well, going? Well, Do you feed him after midnight? Uh, uh, Maggie did the, the, the child having part, but uh, I oh, helped well, with the you child. Were there. Yes. You were there, you participated. You helped yes. create the child. You you yes. know what I meant. 
Yes, yes, I do. Uh, yes, I feed them after midnight all the time. It's uh, terrible. I mean, it's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> Everyone should do be a parent. <laughs> As you fall asleep recording the podcast. Yes, yes, I am. I was tired before I had a kid. <sighs> Good Lord, now I'm very, very tired. I don't know how, Mike, you were all. I won't go down that dark, dark road. I won't go down that road. But I mean, dude, I sleep like on average five to six hours a night and you don't get like eight hours and you're like falling apart. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry that I need my beauty rest. Clearly. Yes, I just need to rest that brain. It's like just needs a little bit of rest. Well, I mean, your looks are definitely going downhill. Yes, for (laughs) sure. Like I went gray overnight. Dude, no, I'm more gray than you are. I don't even have kids. Because they always say that. When you have gray hair, it's your kids that do it. And I'm like, well, what the hell's my excuse? Um, Matt, you probably just don't know about the ones that you have. You know, Mike, I figured you were going to say something like that. It's possible. I don't know. I mean, if any of my former relationships are listening, feel free to call in. Let me know if I fathered you a child. Yeah, I'm at they're they're looking for child support, so you better get busy. Nerds at realfilmnerds.com. Or no, Mike at realfilmnerds.com. There we go. <laughs> Mike has yes, the money. Yes. Yes. It's true. All right, Mike. So um speaking about uh children and gremlins, um, should people watch this movie? Oh, I think so. Um, as far as what age groups would watch this? I don't know. I think a kid could watch this. Yeah, probably a little bit older. I mean, it is kind of a creepy... I mean, these gremlins are kind of creepy, and I I could see them disturbing some kids. So I wouldn't say super young, but uh, I'm thinking like six, seven, older than that would be fine. Well, I do enjoy this film. Um, Again, I don't know. I mean, I think you could probably get away with it, with kids watching it to a level uh the gremlins are a little freaky looking i don't remember when i watched it but i was a kid the first time i watched it i was obsessed with gizmo racing around in the barbie car i thought that thing was freaking awesome i mean come on being a kid who doesn't want to drive like i wanted to drive like so bad and i just thought that was awesome watching him race around a toy store yeah i mean uh i also grew up wanting to drive but I think that late the generation below us isn't as uh, keen on it. Um, but yeah, uh, fun, fun stuff. Mike, um, favorite part of the film? I think I think it's the mayhem, like when when they're like all just terrorizing, like um, and they're just on the fans, and they're just. I don't know. I, I think I like the mayhem part. I don't know. I also enjoy the pool scene because it, it's just like, really? Like, so, I don't know. I personally, being a movie podcast, love when they're all crammed in the movie theater watching. Um, Was it Annie that they were watching? I think so, yeah. Yeah. They were trying to no. It was no. It was uh, Snow White and the says Seven Dwarves. Ah, yes. Yeah, it wasn't Annie. It w- I knew it was a classic film of some kind, but 
and they're all crammed in the theater and that's their solution to hiding from the sun is they just go to the movie theater i'm like oh that's a good move there's no windows there but there's still a bright light projecting it's true that's true that is one of the three rules so i guess that's why more mayhem ensued well and then how the hell does phoebe cates know that there's a trap door to the boiler room behind the theater screen did she didn't work at the movie theater did she not that i know of right she worked at the bar so how the hell would she know about the anyways that's that's true. that's one of a small part problem i have with phoebe kate's character the 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 more horrible part i have with her is the story she tells about her father do you remember that yeah and how that's why she hates christmas that's she told it with such a lack of emotion don't you think finding out that your father died and has been rotting in your chimney for five days would make you a little bit more emotional but i guess not yeah she she wasn't uh she definitely didn't seem to be feeling it i don't know you're, you're right man you're right that's that's a kind of a disconnect to the the whole uh story and that was like one of the most awful freaking stories ever like ever it was horrible Yes, that's uh, that is, uh, man. And it took four to five days for you and your mom to go. Well, Dad hasn't come home. I wonder where he's been. Really? So- sometimes Dad just goes away. Matt, come on. Yeah, it's a different generation, Mike. I guess. Yes, it is much different. All right, Mike. Well, next week is your pick for films. Mike, have you decided? Have you written down on your little postcard? what movie we're going to talk about next week or try to talk to you because I don't think we talked about gremlins very much in this one, but eh. well, I think it's, it's, it's a well-established classic and we were just excited to watch it again and just share some of our opinions. So I, I think we talked about it plenty. You don't think we talked about it enough? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes we get off on tangents. Sometimes we don't, but you know, it was a good movie. I enjoy Gremlins. It's fun. Steven Spielberg produced it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I I mean, Matt, it's also got, I mean, I guess I, sh- I, shouldn't, I shouldn't bring this up, Matt, because this is always a touchy point, but one of the other producers on this is, is uh, Kathleen I know. Kennedy. I know. I knew it before you finished her freaking name that Kathleen Kennedy was on it. Yeah. So basically, she just sat in the background and collected a paycheck, much like what she does with the Mandalorian now. I prefer it when she does that, when she stops meddling with our, with my childhood, with my Star Wars. Sit in the back, shut your mouth, collect your paycheck. Damn it, Kathleen Kennedy. Damn it. You know who else is in this movie, though, too, Mike? Who This was like one of his very first movies. Um, Kevin Winslow? No, I was thinking more like he's one of the Frog Brothers. No, okay, Corey Feldman. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He is in this. Yeah, this is like our <laughs> our second or third Corey Feldman film of the year. <laughs> it, it, it is. He's in like everything. I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it just highlights how how established he was in different movies, especially in the '80s. Well, I mean, this one, he was real, real young in this one. Like, real young. All right, Matt. You still didn't answer my question. No? 
I, I answered, uh, who did you think? And I said, the Kevin Winslow. Yeah, no, no, whatever. no. But the other question. What was your other question? What are we doing next week? Oh, no, that's what I was about to get to, man. Come <laughs> on. <sighs> All right. I, I mean, I, I am tired, but I, I was about to talk about what we were going to watch next week. Okay. So, okay. Matt. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, staying with this Christmas-type theme this year. I think we should watch this movie called Fat Man. Is that the one with Mel Gibson, Michael? Yes, yes. Mel Gibson is uh, Santa Claus in this unorthodox uh, movie. So I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We're going to do another couple other ones. Matt, do we want to tease them now or should we wait? Uh, No, I think uh, our listeners will have to wait. All right. That sounds good to me. So, so Mike... What what's Fat Man about? Uh, a rowdy, uh, unorthodox uh, Santa Claus is fighting to save a declining business. Um, so and, and Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus. Yes. That 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 seems odd to you, Matt. Do you think that's funny? It's very funny. It's ridiculous. With Walton Goggins, <laughs> I love Walton Goggins though. He's awesome. But yeah, he's being he's being hunted by assassins, I believe, something like that. Yes, I I, I think there is some insass- assassins involved. There's going to be yeah. a little assassination. All right, so that'll be a fun one next week. It uh, currently is in theaters if you can find it if your theaters are open, but everything seems to be shutting down again. But it is also streaming on demand or on video or whatever you call it where you got to pay to rent it so that's what we're going to do we're going to go rent it and uh tell you if it's worth renting i guess is a good way to put it yeah i i'm looking forward to it i think it'll be fun it looks ridiculous and mike i need some more humor because i don't like that everything's shutting back down and money is going away and people are having to be locked inside i mean i'm locked home again you know, because we have a scare at my work about COVID. So now my office is shut down and everybody's working from home. And that sucks because now I don't get leads. So it sucks. I'm just going to say that. Uh, that's all the credit. That's all the freaking COVID discussion I'm going to say. It sucks. So, all right. It, it does. COVID sucks. H- hashtag COVID sucks. Hashtag right. COVID sucks. RFN. Let's move. Yes. Let- <laughs> <laughs> nice fan. Let's uh uh I I guess with that man, I I think we've we've beaten uh Gremlins with a a long 10-foot pole. And uh now it is uh time to just uh wrap it up. So Okay, Mike. How many reels are hanging on that 10-foot pole of yours? <laughs> uh so I'm going to give this movie 4 out of 5 reels. I I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Wow, Mike. Wow. You really did. Well, Mike, I enjoy Gremlins as well, but I feel that it did not age real, real well. And some of that Phoebe Kate stuff really bothered me. Uh, some of the acting is just awful. But it's still a classic. It's still a lot of fun. It's still well worth a watch. I give it three and a half reels. Oh, wow. Look at that. Look at Matt. We we switched roles. I, I, I do like it when we don't have the exact rating, so... Very cool, man. So for those of you who don't want to stay tuned for my radio interview with Lisa Live and Local, which is coming up here real quick, uh, she actually did watch Gremlins. 
She gave it five out of five reels. She loves Gremlins to death. She's also a child of the 80s, so she loves pretty much anything and everything 80s. So had she seen it before, or is it just a uh, just an overall statement? Oh no, she watched it's it. Five out of five. She watched it in the theaters as a kid. Oh, of course. Then she she loves it. Yeah, I mean, when you see some of these movies, man, they're like transformative uh, when you're a kid, you know. So she she will not disclose her age as a kid. So that's from zero to eighteen, which is fine, or maybe even into your twenties, which is fine. I am not going to press her on that. So. But she loved it. Awesome, very awesome. I am. I. I. I love. I love this movie too. So I didn't give it five out of five, but four out of five. You know, I'm harsh, man. You are. You're. You're getting harsh in your old age, Mike. I think uh, you birthing a. Ch- no, not you birthing a child. Your wife bringing your bundle of joy into this world has made you a crotchety old man. Yes, I am now a crotchety old man, yeah. I can I can be that role. Before I couldn't, but now I can. I'm glad you finally caught up to me. I was born this way. Oh, is that like a Lady Gaga song? I don't know. Who's Lady Gaga? <laughs> yes, who is Lady Gaga? <laughs> God, I spent that whole podcast saying Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> you did, dude. You did. Over and over and over. It's a good movie, though. That was a really, really good movie. I thought they did a great job on that film. Anyways, it was. Uh, it was a Star is Born. Yeah. If if anybody's wondering, and it was a really good movie. Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, uh, and uh, you should check it out. I don't remember what podcast it was, but it's in there. It's it's definitely not after two hundred. Correct. Correct. 200 is coming up, and we are at 198. We are 198. Well, all right, Mike. I think we should probably let everybody go and you go to bed. Uh, stay tuned to listen to my interview with Lisa Live and Local. It's only about five or six minutes. You can hang out for another five or six minutes. Mike, uh, do your thing. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, make sure to ke- catch us on the socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And then email me, Mike at Real Film Nerds, for your uh, shitty selfie Saturdays. Um, <laughs> and, it's only uh, on Saturdays yeah. now, Mike? It's not every day? <laughs> all right, good. Your, your inbox yeah. is clearly getting full. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, other than that... Uh, Go out there and catch as many movies as you can. And I guess when I say go out there, I mean go on the internet and stream or or download as many movies as you can because it looks like we're going to be trapped inside our homes for this winter. So, <sighs> I guess uh, thanks everybody for listening since Mike's not going to finish it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I was just reflecting on on the current situation. So, dude, don't yes, you don't thanks. no no. It's just gonna make you more and more and more depressed. Don't do that. Don't do that. I understand. I want to get back in the movie theaters too. I really do, Mike. I really do. I hate being cooped up in the house. It's horrible. But thank God, I made the decision to buy a sixty-five inch TV. All right. Well, so are you saying that we should ask our listeners? to uh all buy 65 inch tvs from samsung 
Yes. Uh, you know, uh, for their health and well-being uh, and write it off. Like, it should th- I think this should be a tax write-off. I think so, too. 4K <laughs> HDR surround sound. If I had a bigger house, one of my bedrooms would definitely be a theater. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be a tax write-off for mental wellness. Yeah, I love it. I love it, Mike. We've got to petition Congress. Let's get Congress to do something instead of just not. And let's get them to pass a law that allows 65-inch TVs as tax write-offs. Even better, we just call the next stimulus check. Not a check. Everybody gets a 65-inch TV. I like it. I like it. Now, the the problem will be which vendor do we go to? Is it going to be like Samsung? Is it going to be LG? Do you get to choose? Where's all uh, lots of logistics involved with this? Let's go with all of them, and whichever one is closest to you, that's who you get. Okay, okay, all right. That could be interesting. Well, we'll, we'll just try the social experiment, man. It'll, it, I'm sure it'll work out fine. I mean, when government gives out free stuff, everything works out fine. Yeah, ask Venezuela that. They're doing well. Damn it, Mike! You're turning the podcast political. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. So we're, now we're going to end it. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you for listening to the Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic ninety nine point one. Who's this? Ask and you shall receive. Really? It's Santa Claus? No. It's the movie <laughs> Santa Claus, though. The Santa Claus of movies. Good morning, Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds Podcast. How the heck are ya? I'm living the dream. How are you doing this morning, How Lisa? did I know you were? You know what? I'm doing pretty darn good. Happy to be back at work. Missed everybody. I missed you, too. But, I mean, I'm not even sure you exist anymore because <laughs> all I do is hear you. I don't see you. <laughs> we're going to have to change that in 2021. What do you think? Uh, definitely. I'm getting sick and tired of being locked up like a, I don't know, a mogwai. There we go. Oh, there you go. That's a good lead-in. Okay, very good. Let's talk movies. What did you see? So, as referenced just a few seconds ago, I saw (laughs) the Christmas classic to kick off the month of December, 1984's Gremlins. Oh, I love Gremlins. Well, then what did you think, if you love it? Oh, I loved it. I'd give it it five out of five reels. Wow, you love Gremlins that much? (laughs) You know what? That's amazing. I have to admit, Matt, I saw it when it first came out. So how many years is that? You do the math. So, you know, as much as I can remember about it, I loved it. How's that? Okay. Well, and uh, you were only like five or six back then in 1984, right? Five or six, Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) The Gremlin was so cute, I wanted one until they turned mean and nasty. Well, yeah, when they were the Mogwai, when it was, you know, Gizmo, that was, that was Gizmo. perfect. It was cutesy, it was funny. Yes. I, I swear, I think this movie spawned um, those little creatures in the 90s that were really popular, the Furbies. Yes. Do you remember those? Furbies, absolutely. The, the 80s were my time, Matt, my, t- my prime time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, I, I have not watched this one in a long time. Mm-hmm. I sat down and watched it. I decided, let's have a little fun. Let's kick off December with a good Christmas classic. 
And uh, it's it's been a while. It's definitely aged, but I still enjoyed it. I still had a lot of fun watching this one. Oh, good. That's exactly how I would describe it. It's just fun. Right. It's fun. It's goofy. It's like it's not a kid's movie, but it's rated PG. It's not a horror movie because it's too cutesy. Right. Like I, you just can't figure out what it is. Exactly. It's a movie. Yep. It's a fun movie for sure. How many reels are you going to give it? Again, it's a little dated, but I, I only give it three and a half. <laughs> three and a half out of five so, reels? Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not as in love as you are. Okay. I'm sorry, Lisa. All right. Well, like I said, it's been, what, 30-something <laughs> years? <laughs> okay. So yeah. where did you watch mm-hmm. it if people want to check it out? Um, it's currently on AMC, the uh, network television channel. So if you have, like, a login for a cable provider or if you have cable or satellite TV is the easiest way okay. or you can always rent it on Prime Video or anywhere else like that and okay. because it is the holiday season typically a lot of the holiday movies are bought up by the different networks and so you don't get them on things like Netflix and you know right. Amazon Prime and things like that because they want to make money. They want to so, make money. Yep, that's what it's all about. I do have a giveaway. You have a giveaway. Look, Another you, one. You are Santa Claus after all. I am. <laughs> I am. Tell us, what are you giving away? So my friends over at Paramount Studios have given us another film that was supposed to come out in the theaters. That's the thing. They keep giving us these movies that were supposed to come out in the theaters that are going to like direct to demand you know, streaming. Right. And this one is... Um, it's a little bit more on the raunchy side. It's called uh, Buddy Games. It is uh, a comedy. It is uh, rated R, and it's about a group of friends reunite to play the Buddy Games, a wild assortment of absurd physical and mental challenges. In the process, they'll heal old wounds, right past wrongs, and figure out the true meaning of friendship. Does, or they'll die trying. Or they'll die trying. Does this interest you at all? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 they gave us a choice on what movies uh, we got for our little drawing on what are given away, and this is what I picked because okay. it seems goofy and raunchy and over-the-top and just more like what our listeners would want. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun to me. Okay, how do they get the uh, movie? All they have to do is email me at nerds at realfilmnerds.com and tell me your favorite Christmas movie. Your favorite Christmas movie. What is yours? Oh, that's a... You know, there's so many, so many good ones I out know. there. But... I, I'm a big fan of the more modern ones, like Elf. I really love Elf. Oh, Elf That's a fun one. is at the top of my list. I love it so much. All right, so Real Film Nerds at realfilmnerds.com, correct? Nerds at realfilmnerds.com. No. Okay, nerds at realfilmnerds.com. There you go, Lisa. All right. That's the name of the podcast as well. Matt Hinshaw, love chatting with you, man. You take care, and we'll talk to you next Monday. I love chatting with you too, Lisa. I will chat with you next Monday for sure on the one, the only, the Christmassy Magic 99.1. Ooh, I like it.